Hello and welcome to episode number 215, Armin Show Podcast, bringing it back to old style, recording on a random street. The old style, you know, the way it, it really originated. If you're not recording on a street, are you even running a podcast? What are you doing out there? On this one, 215, I have it outlined. What? Yeah. It's about leveraging your strengths. A lot about that. And then I also want to talk about Nipsey Hussle. Because he is no longer. And there was some material to take away from that. So let's get right into it. If you're not subscribed, what? If you are, great. Tell people about the show. You don't get to episode 215 without going through 214, 213, 212, and so on. Now, leveraging your strengths. This one I want to talk about. You have stuff. Right now, you've done things. You have a strong base in certain categories. And I'm going to break down some of the categories. The most value comes from working from that versus working from scratch. If this sounds obvious, well, whoop-dee-doo. I want to point out these things here, okay? They're highly valuable, and they are the reason I'm able to have some greatness occur. So... Uh, The first one I want to mention, why you should leverage the strengths that you have. Why should you do this? It's very advantageous. You get a free boost. It's like an avalanche is already going, and you go with that avalanche, like a positive avalanche, a puzzle-anche. And instead of creating your own snowball, a lot more push required for your own snowball. Do you want to do that? Do you? Is that the case? Because I don't think that's so appealing to make your own snowball from scratch when somebody else has a big one already rolling. Work with that. And the other person is actually you in certain categories. Now, how should you look at what you have? Why is that inspiring as compared with the alternative? It's way more inspiring because you're starting from something big. You're already rolling. There's some momentum there. I know this sounds abstract. Later I'll get into more details, but I, I think abstractly, so the details kind of take away from that. When you look at what you have and build on that, you're like, oh, I'm already starting. You're boom. You're already going. Versus the opposite is you start from an empty blank page. Like imagine the blank page concept on a piece of paper. That's not inspiring. You can work with it. I kind of like blank pages and blank canvases. Shout outs to the painters out there. But people have stuck, what is it called? Writer stuck. Ever heard of it? And writers stuck, just joking, I know the term, but writers stuck, that's what I'm going to call it, comes from you see a blank page, and where do I go? There's no snowball already there, roll off of, think about that. Now, what can you do? Oh, so leveraging this, so one example is in your workouts, right? You go to the gym, let's say. You could do 100 things, but this is an example from the gym. You go to the gym, and... Uh, You have certain muscle groups that you are stronger in, or they just look better. You're more developed in them, or your body type fits that. After you do your warm-up, which I do every time. I throw in a warm-up every time. Then, focus on the stuff you already have going well. Whatever, tricep, or your hip muscle Because now you're doing a workout you're good at. You're doing what you're already good at. 
after you already start with the stuff you're already good at or it's easier or you can get strong a lot of weight on it now you're more motivated you've been doing you've been making movements then you can focus on the less strong muscles that you have some calf or shoulder whatever because you've already gotten in a solid workout going already with stuff that you feel good about makes you look good you're already rolling snowball you want to work with this like oh this is an example i didn't even write this down so let's say my podcast right if i want to keep it rolling solid i could think each episode from scratch okay what can i do should i i must have a guest oh where's my oh this this need this or alternatively i can think to myself well gosh already over 200 episodes already over 50 guests wonderful scientists variety of people authors whoever all this has already been done already have the ftp server set up the website rolling it's on spotify it's on itunes it goes on google play this all happens automatically leveraging this then okay let's do it let's do the next episode you already have it rolling you built something and looking at all the oh okay got the microphone set up got the audio box to connect it to laptop is in good standing uh you want to keep things low friction so it's nice to get it continued when you process it like that then it's not out there and do the outline take out some more friction by doing the outline before the episode and boom there you go and soon enough you have great what i think of as great out there again so that's how i do it with my podcast but yeah with the workout you can do that you can focus on maybe i should do more pauses as i'm talking so it's not as there's two categories you know there's the listener that's more like uh quick attention span who would want like okay so now you're gonna and then there's the other listener that likes a pause so you can't do both you really can't do both because if you're doing one you're not doing the other i like both categories of individual and so what do i i i guess i can do both at different times but again, you can't really do both because either the person is in more of a calm state, the listener, you, or it's more of a short attention span. What's next, 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 next. I like both. The pause one is nice because it gives you a moment to breathe, to think about what I've said. It's a bit more human. It's not as frantic. That's the part I don't like about the short attention span way of communicating. It's kind of frantic. And I've seen people who are frantic even at the gym or other places. It's not a good look. So I lean a bit towards the slower paced. And you might be listening to this while you're doing something. So it's not like you need boom, 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 boom. And also the short attention span, folks that's not really my audience now that i think about it because usually they also have not much thought going out it's not usually the case that you get high level quality content rushed to you 
So I think I'll lean more towards the pause. I can still bring the high energy at times, but this was a little interlude that I thought of right now. But definitely I believe I lean more towards the... Here's a space for you to think about what I've said. Calmer presentation. And more connective. So that's good. Look at what kind of realizations we're having on episode 215. Which if you divide it by 5 is 43. So that's a prime number. Now, that was for workouts. When to apply points of leverage to your being. So when do you want to apply leverage? You don't need to do this all the time. It might get tiring to always look for what's the most valuable thing I can do. You want to do it at the times you have a pause. You're you're not moving. That's the key times to use leverage. If you're doing stuff and your day's going all right, cool. It's when you get stuck or you slow down. That is a key time to suddenly think, okay, what do I have? Where can I work from? What can I build off of that I already have? It's sort of like gratitude, except gratitude is... I'm happy for what I have, which is great. But this one is more of how am I going to build on what I have? So it's like gratitude plus uh, it's the movement part connected to it. It's not really just I'm happy for what I have. It's taking it into account. Now, you can do this socially. How do social connections apply to this concept? You have... Uh, social connections with people some are way higher value than others so it is worthwhile to look at hmm where is most of my energy being valued amplified doubled upon and where is it just pouring out pouring out into a like a recycle bin that is heavily worthwhile and then you put more into the original basket where it's you're being valued and your output is building into something. That's a nice feature. It's worth looking at. You don't want to just hand out free energy and then at the end of the day you're short on it because you gave it to someone who just ran off with it. Nothing to do with you. Yes. Oh, this one's great. So why do certain places give you more leverage and how to get a sense of where they are? You have places you go where that's your spot. Could be an outdoor place, could be uh, anywhere. I'm not going to pick places. There's You live life in places. At certain places, you have more oomph. It's your home. You like it. It fits you well in some category. You know me. I don't like to get into specifics most of the time because broadly is how I think but wherever it is the people that are there could be or it could be the actual location the settings of it something about it is good you can recharge uh, you have already you know people or it works well for you those places you want to go there be there regularly as often as applicable Places have a certain mm, energy to them. If your energy matches that, boom, it's going to be efficient every time. There are places you go to, 
And it just doesn't go well. Every time. You go into some venue. It's not your kind of spot. It's not going to be your kind of spot the next time either. They have a certain feel. Certain set of people that go there. Certain ambience. So... You don't want to hand out your energy there as well. You want to leverage where you're already blending and fitting and energized, uh, valuable. Now this one, how to see where you have already built up leverage and investment in order to expand on it. You want to look. This takes an analysis. You stop and you write down where are the places. When I go there, I feel good. Who are the people I talk to when I talk to them? I feel good. I like this. I do these things. I like this. I get more out of it. Uh, I already have done these things in this category. I can build on it. It's worth writing down, making a little list. I'm not saying anybody's going to do it, but it'll be nice. And it's a good idea. Now, that was leverage in various categories. Now I want to connect back. So Mr. Nipsey Hussle Rapper, he was shooted. And he is no longer here. So he was a rapper in... The area, Crenshaw area, South LA, South Central region. And most importantly, he was doing things for his community. He was he had a business. He was um, passing on value to others, looking to connect people that would have normally been violent to make it more positive in the local region where it was peaceful. Giving job opportunities, uh, created a STEM group so people could learn math and science and connect with Silicon Valley. These things that didn't really happen in that area. That is a big difference. Also in rap, he was talking a bit higher level, motivationally, psychologically to the listeners. This was not common. So, And also after his passing, a very, very large response from the community because of his impact across everybody. Why do I bring him up? So he was leveraging... Well, also, I bring him up because that's no good. And we want the people that are doing something, representing something, we want them to be here. But he was leveraging what he had versus trying to, as quickly as he got some results, leave his region and go somewhere else. He was saying, these are my people. This is my group. I want to build a business in there. I want to connect with them, give them opportunities. He was doing the thing where you build upon what you have. Kind of like in Super Mario Brothers 2, not sure if you know this, but you could, it was this thing where there was a, you would pick up something underneath you and you'd press it and it'd come out and you'd bring it up from underneath you. And it was sort of like you created from within yourself. This is how I view that concept. He was building up from what was already versus just getting some funds and then running off to a, like a more well-off neighborhood which is the more common response. Now, I'm not saying which one is better because I have no clue if this is the kind of thing that if you try to bring good to a not good area, bad will come to you, which appears to be the trend. But he definitely had that in mind that I can build up the area from where I am to make it better. That would be a large change because usually the changes from self move to a better area and not actually improve the poor area. Somehow the poor area remains poorer uh, in perpetuity, it would seem like. So that would be a big change. 
when you do big changes, it's a big risk. Also unrelated, but he had this one quote that he read where he said, I, I very much like this. The people who... Watch me butcher it. The people who do things that are not against the norm, they are comfortable. And then the other people, they have to be persistent. They, they are persistent in doing things that are unreasonable. And uh, they don't try to adapt to the world. They try to make the world adapt to them. Which means all progress comes from the second group, the unreasonable people. I am fond of this. I am very with this. You're not going to get some change from someone who is adapting to the world. That will just be more adapting to the world. No change will occur. Some great points were brought up by him, which uh, many rappers I listen to, I don't hear any points brought up. So he impacted his community greatly. He leveraged what he had. Whatever it was. it was. He was in the Crenshaw area. He sold shirts that said Crenshaw on them. And he was trying to make it a thing. And frankly, he was making it a thing uh, up until this point. Who knows if someone else will follow up on what he was doing. But it was definitely working up until then. And then lastly, I wrote out, what does it mean to be valuable to others around you? Yes, once you have these points of leverage, you're bringing momentum, you're building on things you're already good at or have done. There's an energy from that. When you make something, there's an energy from that. Okay, this is happening. Movement is occurring. This person went here. They said this, which is completely different from stagnancy. That brings a high level of value. It's my viewpoint that when a, an individual goes to a show, it's not really going to a show. It's energy transfer maybe that I say that for another episode but it's energy transfer from the performer to the audience ideally there have been times I've been in the audience and I'm transferring energy to the performer in some sort of uh, therapy but generally it's from the performer to the audience which is why people go to shows I have broken it down in some form in that way neat stuff i would say this is great i have completely outlined this episode and i just went over the whole outline which is a nice feature the way i leverage my strengths is exactly what i'm describing here i'm heavily into momentum and that's what got me to this episode and discussing these things you build energy from this as, as i am doing right now this is just one example it can be in very many different categories but this is one of them and then I can put it out, which is nice. I will conclude there. This has been episode number 215, The Armin Show, the podcast that is listened to by, well, I'll throw in some numbers here. Last time I checked, over 2,000 unique listens have happened. Now, that doesn't mean 2,000 unique listeners, but it's a great number to put out there. 2,000 unique computers or IPs. But definitely quite a lot of listens and listeners. And subscribers, too. I'm not really sure how to check that across all mediums. That's one thing about podcasts. Does it have a good way to check everything? I don't know. I'll close it up there. 
Glad to have you on here. On to the next one. And we are out.